Hi, this is Justin Edinburgh, and you're listening to the NL Full-Time Podcast. Hi, I'm Rob Worrell, and you're listening to uh, an NL Full-Time Podcast Extra. One, in all truth, that uh, we didn't know a few days ago we were going to be making. Um, we thought we'd signed off for the summer with our England Sea podcast. But sadly, uh, tragic news broke in the world of football on uh, Saturday, the uh, 8th of, of June 2019, when incredibly, uh, shockingly, um, just uh, four or five days after he'd suffered a cardiac arrest, uh, the world had to say goodbye to Justin Edinburgh, the man who had just led his side, Leighton Orient, uh, to the National League Championship and was about to embark on another journey back in the English Football League. Um, it's uh, such tragic news. Um, and whilst Justin, you know, at, at the time of his passing, was uh, a Football League manager, um, it's the non-league world uh, that... Uh, we represent and we want to pay tribute to Justin in, in the most appropriate way that we can. Um, I shall be speaking to Dulcet Dave, uh, that's Dave Victor, who commentates on Leighton Orient matches for BBC London, has done for many, many years. Uh, I'll also be talking to uh, Mick Payne, who uh, was very, very familiar face uh, around Justin Edinburgh over the years in his roles as uh, England sea coach and uh, Uh, going back over the years as well. So we'll be speaking to both of them. Uh, We also reached out on Twitter to you guys, the Orient fans, and anybody that knew Justin Edinburgh, um, just to get a few words from yourselves in in, in terms of paying tribute. Um, Here's one from uh, Spencer Knight. Thank you, Justin, for bringing joy for me and my children this season. And in our eyes, you are an Orient legend and will never be forgotten. Uh, Matt Bristow, the man that led us back to the Football League, the man that gave most of us our best season of our lives. First title in 50 years. Devastating that uh, he can't continue his work. Once an O, always an O. R.I.P. Gaffer. Well, I'm joined now on the uh, telephone by Dulcet Dave, uh, better known as that. Anyway, Dave Victor, who commentates on Leighton Orient matches for BBC London and... uh, Dave, we are kind of less than 24 hours from uh, the sad news about Justin. Can I can I ask you for a reaction? You must be still quite stunned. Can't believe it. I mean, it wasn't so long ago that you and I were at Wembley um, celebrating late Noyant's uh, return to the Football League. And really, it felt as if it was the start of something very special. Uh, Justin Edinburgh, you know, he took over the club in December 17. They were on course for what would have been their third relegation in four years. And Justin transformed the culture at the club. He didn't change the squad. He, you know, the promotion team was very much based on the side that he inherited. I think it was Justin's skill and his integrity that enabled him to get the best out of the players. He wasn't critical of performances as long as everybody had given 100%. If players weren't with the work mentally strong enough and physically strong enough and working hard enough, then they didn't belong in Justin's squad. He was a very loyal man and there was a great spirit in the squad. And that's why Leighton Orient showed such resilience last season. Yeah, I mean, that's wonderfully put, Dave. I mean, there's no doubt. One of the things that's really coming to light now, and I should be clear, 
Um, you know, from within our podcast team, Luke is the one that's met Justin the most times. I'd only met him once myself, but what's becoming more and more clear from from just reading the tributes and seeing articles is uh, how somehow, as well as doing all that that you just described, he still managed to have the crack and the banter and the jokes with the players and, uh, you know, by all accounts, uh, managed to cross that, that bridge, which is so, so difficult for players once they go on to be managers. Yes, he did. I mean, it was all part of the spirit. He was a tough man. There's no doubt about that. He demanded, he set himself very high expectations. He demanded the both. But uh, when things were going well, he enjoyed it. I mean, there were a lot of late Lloyd supporters who weren't used to life at the top. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of concern. They were sort of worried about uh, the pressure. But uh, Justin reassured everybody to enjoy the pressure, embrace the pressure. And uh, people did in the end. And they, they bought into the work ethic that um, uh, Justin had. If you listen to David Ginola, who's talking about uh, Justin when he was pl- um, playing with him in Tottenham Hotspur, and of course Justin won two trophies with Spurs. There aren't many uh, Tottenham players that can say that these days, but mm. Justin worked very hard. I remember him as a young player for South End United. He was a good player, but he wasn't a great player. He worked very hard, and I think when he went into management. He also worked very hard. If you look at his CV, of course he was a great athletic at Washington and Diamonds, but it was at Newport County where he sort of gained great success, taking them back into the Football League. He had problems when he was in the Football League at Chillingham and it didn't go well at Northampton, but you did get the sense that uh, everything was right at uh, Lake It was a good fit. He got on very well with Martin Ling. Everything was in place off the pitch and you did just get the sense that it was the start of something very special. Yeah, it's uh, it's so tragic. Uh, they say the good die young, and never more a, a, a greater example of this. Just just forty nine. I don't think you mind me saying, Dave, younger than you and I. Um, and uh, you know, uh, he he really will leave a legacy at that football club, though. And uh, hopefully, in his memory, with his spirit still there, the players, as difficult as it will be for them, can can kick on and and use. You know, the, this sad tragedy is inspiration next season. I'm sure they will. I, I mean, he loved football. He had a passion for football. Um, but there was one thing that he was prouder about and had a, an even greater love for, and that was his family. And uh, on the um, celebrations, there's some pictures of Justin uh, with his wife and uh, with his son and daughter. And, and that's where our thoughts really have to be. It is such... Tragic news. I still can't believe it. You know. Yeah, it's um, it's it's it shocked the football world, and uh, you know, one 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 of the things I'll just read one for now. But you know, we reached out NL full time to the Orient fans and anybody indeed that knew uh, Justin. Just just you know, for people to send in their tributes. Here's here's one, Dave, uh, from Danny Macklin. The man that allowed us to dream, gave us that dream and gave us further belief, hope, inspiration and determination. He will never be forgotten and will always be a part of the Leighton Orient family. Uh, Blessed to have known him, loved to his family. And and that sums it up beautifully, doesn't it? It does. And I think um, I feel very grateful to have uh, known Justin. I've learned a lot from Justin. He was a natural leader. He's a natural communicator. He he was just so natural with people. And uh, yes, I think, you know, um, 
everybody that um, will have known Justin will have felt uh, grateful to have known him, Justin, and they, they know that their lives are richer having known Justin. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and John Grant tweets, words fail, the shock and the sadness so intense as I read more tweets, the tears just flow. We knew we had a special manager, but now I start to see just what he was to so many young players. Uh, thank you, Justin. Um, and one more, if you don't mind me just adding while you're on, Dave, as well. Jeremy Gold, the Orient family is completely heartbroken and a little piece of our hearts will forever remain so. He bought us something amazing and we can never say how much this meant to us. Our gaffer forever and a legend forever too. I agree with all those points about the young players. You only have to look at the young players, the Dan Happies, the Marvin Epitetas, and particularly Josh Caroma, who went from strength to strength under the guidance of uh, Justin Edinburgh. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, uh, Dave, look, thank you so much for joining us. We know you're on a on a family outing today, so I do appreciate you taking some time out. And, uh, you know, we just hope everybody can can start to come to terms with this to, to pay their thanks and their tributes to Justin Edinburgh in the most appropriate ways. And uh, whilst your journey now with Leighton Orient, we'll see you back in the uh, EFL. He'll never be forgotten. He certainly won't. And uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, pay a small tribute to a very special man. Thank you. That's uh, Dave Victor. Uh, much, much appreciated, Dave. Well, unfortunately, in the time we had available to make this uh, podcast, we weren't able to get one of the Leighton Orient players uh, on. But I did want to read out heartwarming words, really, from uh, the Leighton Orient skipper, Joby McEnough. And uh, I trust he won't mind them being read out. They are in the public domain. Yesterday, we lost our leader, a fantastic manager and a truly great man. A man who inspired so many of us with his drive, passion and sheer desire to win. A man who had so much love for this game and even more for his family. My heart goes out to them at this tragic time. You instilled a winning mentality in us. Demanded nothing less than 100% effort every day and above all else, always emphasised the importance of the team and how far that could take us. You always did it with a smile on your face and with a huge respect for others. I am so grateful that I got to share some truly amazing moments with you and know how much winning the, the league with this club meant to you. It was a privilege and an honour to serve as your captain and those happy memories will live forever. Despite the success we had on the pitch, I will remember you even more fondly for the times we shared off it. You were always at the centre of all the jokes and banter with the boys and staff. We had so many laughs and good times. That's the side of you I'll definitely miss the most. You created an environment that the players loved being a part of and along with your wife Kerry made a great effort in extending that to our families which really helped to build the spirit we have at the club today. Being crowned champions is of course a fantastic achievement and I will always be thankful to you for that. But you've done way more than that. You helped to rebuild what was a broken club and been the driving force behind it, returning to where it belongs. That will be your legacy, Justin, here. And as difficult as it will be, it's now up to us to carry that on and make sure that all that hard work is continued and built upon. Gone way too soon. And although you'll be missed immensely, your spirit and memory will live on forever forever. 
you will never be forgotten. R.I.P. Gaffer. I'm joined now on the phone by our regular uh, host of the NL full-time podcast, Luke Edwards. Now, Luke, of all of us in the team, I think you were the one that probably had interviewed him the most over the last couple of years. Just give us your own thoughts. Yeah, I mean, we... uh... First of all, I mean, the thoughts, thoughts go out to his family and everyone at, at Lake Dorian as well. And it's uh, it's really sad. It was such a, such a shock as well. It was The details are a bit sketchy when it first happened once. It just that he'd been taken into hospital. We weren't sure how serious it was, but obviously it turned out it's been really serious. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I interviewed him after the first game of the season at Salford and uh, it, was, uh, it was quite upbeat then, very optimistic but cautious. Um, but he's always been he's always been a pleasure to interview whenever I've interviewed him you know I've always kind of been last in line to interview him and he's never moaned and groaned and said he was far he's just he's just always had a good chat and uh, well you, you spoke to him a few times and he's just not only he's a very good manager but he's a really nice bloke and he's, he's a massive lot yeah and, and 49 is just absolutely no age and it's very early and it's very raw but obviously he did pack an awful lot um he gave an awful lot in those 49 years. He achieved an awful lot as well. Uh, but I think all we can reasonably do uh, at this point is is just pay our respects and, and, and wish everybody and his family, his friends, and obviously everybody at Leighton Orient, um, you know, just pass on our, our condolences for that. Um, he leaves us just a few weeks after winning the uh, Vanarama National League title. Now, when it came to putting a podcast together, as a tribute to Justin Edinburgh, there was one more man I had to talk to, uh, someone who's known him for over 20 years. Thank you very much for joining us on the phone, England Sea Coacher Mick Payne. Mick, um, what can we say? What can we say about Justin? Well, as you say, uh, Rob, first of all, um, I feel privileged and honoured to be able to uh, comment on Justin Edinburgh. You know, I think you can tell by my voice that... Uh, yeah, just devastated, devastated, of course, for his family, his friends and everyone who uh, knew Justin. It's it's just terrible, terrible, sad news. Yeah, and um, um, <clears throat> just trying to compose myself as well, because I've never done anything like this before, listeners, but, uh, you know, we do want... You know, we do want to pay our respects in the most humble and the most appreciative way. Um, Mick, I have spoken to uh, two or three others about Justin and we've referred an awful lot to the last year or so and obviously the terrific achievement he made in in not just winning the league with Orient but turning everything around. But um, I understand you've known him quite a lot longer, right back to when he was a player. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, remember seeing Justin playing at, uh, you know, he got that great move from from Southend only played you know about 30 odd 35 games gets a move to Tottenham and as that 10 you know I was working in the academy there at Tottenham and uh, yeah he had, he had a decade there 10 you know over 10 years at Spurs playing over 200 times but what I want to put across Rob is when you know he's a proper football man uh, Justin mm. and when he when it all finished he then went back to Tottenham within the academy and worked worked his way up, you know, he worked with young players and people might not realise that that he came in, you know, at the top. No, he worked with young players, he he learned his trade with young players, always had time for young players and developed developed them, you know, uh, 
he, he was one in the filth that had to come through that sort of scheme and uh, he learned his trade as I say and um, worked alongside him spent many hours talking football but most of all you know talking about good things you know we had many laughs and uh, you know funny stories together but that's what I remember about Justin you know all the way through and um, I must say I saw him well I've seen him so many times I see him out every week actually because where I also teach at a school called Chigwell and um, the Orient actually train at the bottom, you know, where they are, you know, their, their training facility. And I used to pop in every every week or every couple of weeks and just, just have a chat, really. It was, it's, I'm absolutely gobsmacked by the loss of Justin Edinburgh. It just, I just can't believe it's real at the moment. Yeah, Mick, it's, um, it's a very difficult one to take in. I think, Obviously, people knew for a few days that, that he wasn't well and, and they were waiting for more news. And then, unfortunately, when further news did come, you know, it, it was the saddest news of all. Just to wrap things up uh, on this uh, podcast, uh, word as we finish recording it from the club themselves, from, from Leighton Orient themselves, just confirming that the club will observe a period of mourning as the club office will be shut on Monday and Tuesday. The stadium will remain open between 10 and 4 to allow supporters to to pay their respects to Justin Edinburgh. Quite fitting, I think, from from the club, Mick. Yeah, without doubt. I mean, as I said, I'm I'm actually sitting here and I've got goose pimples in a minute because it's just making you feel so... It's such a difficult thing to come to terms with. I mean, I've actually been past the ground today and um, he's already, you know, lots of tributes out there. Number of people have already uh, laid, you know, flowers and exit, you know, from Spurs and all, all you know, everyone has been affected by this. And uh, yeah, the club themselves, Rob, have now, you know, doing the correct thing. It, I, I just feel for the club as well. I think it's going to be a difficult time for them mm. uh, to, 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 to come to terms with this, you know, the players, the staff and everyone concerned. And, uh, you know, it's going to be. Um, a really uh, difficult time and I'm sure you know everyone's going to have to pull together to, to get over this sad sad, sad event and uh, mm. especially as I say I'm, I'm, I feel so so much for, uh, for Justin's wife and his two children it's uh, it's just devastating yeah it's a, it's a terrible terrible time but thank you for conveying just how special a man he was in your very own words uh, that's uh, that's Mick Payne Final words go to Leighton Orient themselves. We're touched by all the love and kindness. Rest in peace, Justin. We love you with all our hearts forever.